Do you ever wonder why some podcasts are so successful? Do you wish that you could replicate the success of some of the top podcasts? So do we. And we believe there is no harm in asking. So we're questioning everything about how podcasts are produced, hosted, and monetized. This is No Harm in Asking. I'm Eric Byron. And I'm Michael Kerr. We review podcasts and look for clues to why some are only five minutes. And some go on for hours. This week, we'll be reviewing The Best Advice Show with Zach Rosen. This podcast is sponsored by Colab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration. All right, Michael. We got an interesting one this week. Best advice. Ah, best advice. I love it. Well, we picked we picked an episode, but it's going to be hard to talk for twenty minutes about one three minute episode. Absolutely, we had to listen to uh, a handful, but we'll focus on one for sure. Okay, so the one we picked, right? This is um, Abigail Briggs. Right? Yes. Avoid stir craziness. This was actually recorded or published on March third here this year, twenty twenty two, and it is just three minutes long. A three minute podcast, Michael. <sighs> Well, we love unique format uh, and no harm in asking. So is this the most unique one so far? Absolutely, right? Kudos to this guy for coming up with this format. He's pulled it off. I, I think it's great. And, you know, we talk about, oh, you've got to do 20, 25-minute podcasts. But the reality is you don't. Who gave this guy permission to do three-minute podcasts, right? Aren't we supposed to do at least 20 minutes? Is there a rule? No, there's no rules in podcasting. That's why we do it. You know, that's why we love it. I don't know where he came up with this idea and said, hey, I'm going to do this five-minute podcast. But what it, what it shows is that you don't have to do a 20-minute podcast because, you know, people are going to consume the medium as much as they want. So they're going to, if they want to listen for 20 minutes, they're going to consume four of these or, or more. And, and in fact, what tends to happen is you go, hey, I, you know, I enjoyed that. So you start to pick through and by time goes by and you've listened to 40 minutes of, of five-minute clips of, of, of advice. And I think that that's good enough. Well done. Well, what was really fascinating for me, so I, I know we, we had to listen to several to really ca- yeah. catch the uh, essence sure. of this podcast, but uh, the one in particular that we decided to hone in on here, this is uh, Abigail Briggs yeah. uh, bringing her advice, um, which she titled Avoiding Stir Craziness, right? But it's a three-minute podcast with like a minute of ads and then some time at the end for him to wrap up and plug another episode. Right. So her whole contribution, the, the advice in this podcast is about 60 seconds. That's it. The total content in this thing is about 60 seconds. Is that yeah. really a podcast or is that an advertisement? No, no. I mean, I think it, it obviously is a podcast. Although in this case, you know, I think we talked earlier. I mean, as far as whether this was great advice, you know, I'm, I'm listening to this thing and you know, obviously he puts out a, you know, the equivalent of a, a 1-800 number for people to call in and give their advice. And this is exactly what Abigail did. And her two, three minute advice was, hey, if you're stuck at home, why don't you get up and uh, wash the dishes or vacuum, you know? And I said to myself, if this is the best advice that uh, you've got, uh, you know, you know, I think, uh, I think Zach's going to do a little, you know, he needs to do a little bit better. Well, so, I, I got I to say, okay, right? so you, for me, this was really funny because... Um, I'm listening to this and she says, oh, you know, you get towards the end of an hour 
and you should get up and do the dishes. And I immediately went, this is, she's got an Apple watch, right? This is what your, your Apple watch does is it's got this activity thing on there. And if you sit for um, an hour at the 50 minute mark, it tells you, it, it alerts you and says, you should get up and stand and move around. So all she's doing here is she's saying, oh, so this should have been, I like this. This should have been the advice. I mean, this would have been better advice, right? This might have, you know, promote, you know, I said, well, this is, this is fantastic. You know, before it was like, you know, you got to, maybe you might, might want to find a spot that you could get up or something that fits into your schedule. But if something's forcing you to get up um, because some electronic device is doing it, um, I like that. That piece of advice actually, I think, is, is probably far better than, unfortunately, right. Abigail's advice to just do it. Right. The advice is get an Apple Watch. Right. Okay. That's the advice. So, you know, a little bit of a little bit of thought. In fact, Zach should have been able to come up with this and, and you know, spun this in a better right. way as opposed to just taking the E, uh, you know, the voicemail and turning it into a, you know, five minute podcast. I think I think in this particular episode, it could have done it could have been done a little bit better because um, I think the, the advice was maybe a yeah. little bit a little bit, uh, yeah. you know, I don't want to lame, you know, for lack of a better term. Right. Um, but in all fairness, right, they're not all like that no right? so that's there, true because i listened to some other ones yeah. yeah yeah that are that are really very good you know one of the other ones i listened to here was uh, falling back in love with reading and there was three guests if you will on this one with advice um all along a, a similar theme which i thought was good he published this on national reading day so apparently he had kind of gathered these along the way wasn't maybe quite sure what to do with them or when to do them. Then when he realized there's National Reading Day, he went, oh, we've got some folks have submitted these ideas, these advice bits yeah. <laughs> around reading. So he bundled them together. And, uh, and this one was like, yeah, eight minutes yeah. long. So that's a long one for him. Yeah, and you talk about that. So we talk a lot about whether or not you should stick to your format, right? And I think once you, if you, you know, he obviously chose to call this the best advice show. He didn't call this the best advice show in five minutes, which, you know, we could discuss whether, because I think maybe that could have really promoted it, maybe even better if people go, oh, mm -hmm. you know, the best advice show, what's this all about? But if it's the best advice show in five minutes, um, you know, maybe that would have been a better, would have been a better choice. The one I listened to that I really enjoyed was on vermouth, which is not something I've ever consumed in my entire life. But the person with the advice gave three pretty very important pieces. It was and it all started off, you know, he, he said, oh, I went to my friends and the guy said, oh, would you like a drink? And he goes, oh, yeah, I'd like some vermouth. And of course, if this was asked to me, I would look at them like they were some from some planet, um, you know, outside our solar system. But nevertheless, the guy, oh, yeah, I've got some vermouth. And he pulls it out of the back of the cupboard. And the guy goes, well, this is exactly, you know, why nobody drinks vermouth because and these are the rules, right? You got to pay $15 for vermouth, nothing less. As soon as you open it, it's a wine based spirit got to keep it in the fridge and it's only good for four months throw it out you know i don't want to drink your you know three-year-old <laughs> vermouth so and i that was actually the first one I and so i said oh this is you know this is going to be a gem right and so yeah is every piece of advice fantastic maybe not but i think he pulls it together really well i mean i like he's got he's got a nice little bit of um intro music that i really enjoyed it's uh, a little bit of sax uh, it goes it kicks into the advice which is yeah. two three minutes and then he does a bit of a transition to the second part. And he'll typically either dive deeper into the guest as self-promotion, or he'll do what you mentioned before, where he'll you basically try and tie it in to another podcast that was along the same lines. 
And this may, you know, get you down some sort of chain. Um, he's a pleasant guy to listen to. You know, my dad grew up not far from Detroit, so I, you know, I admire his, uh, you know, resilience, uh, you know, and whatever he has to survive. Um, but it sounds like he's got a great little life there. Uh, you know, his wife works at, uh, at uh, Wayne State in the medical department. My doctor went to Wayne State. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that I personally liked about this. I was totally willing to support this guy. And, uh, and I'm, you know, I'll continue yeah. to listen. Well, and he's pulled off 400, 400 yeah, episodes yeah. since, uh, when did he start? He started in April 2020. So this is kind of interesting to me, though, too, in the, in the pattern of this thing. So he, he started out releasing Monday through Friday, five times a week. He had these um, very short episodes, but he did them, say, five times a week. Then by um, a year later, they'd shortened a little bit, and he went to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so three times a week instead of five times a week, and now he's only publishing Tuesdays and Thursdays. So one of the impressions I got, fair or unfair, was that maybe he's getting a little tired now. And he's not so excited about all of these, like the Abigail one. Um, He seemed pretty bored. I was bored, even though it was only three minutes. It uh, it wasn't a highly engaging one, but it didn't sound like he was too jazzed about it either. Huh. I mean, I don't know if I got, I mean, that may be true. My guess is that you can use this. So if you're going to do a five-minute podcast, obviously, what's the point? And I think the point is to promote your, you know, your uniqueness as an individual, your ability to come up with unique ideas. He's a professional podcaster. My guess is that this has paid dividends for him, that he's been able to use this as a conduit for other work, additional work. I'm, my guess is he just, he's just busier, you know. Um, I think podcasting has increased in popularity. I'm thinking people want his services. I hope they do. You know, I think what he shows me uh, and or he shows everybody is that, you know, you can come up with something very unique. It's not that hard to produce on a daily basis, five, ten minutes of editing. Um, and you can get, you know, you can produce hundreds of episodes and, and thousands and thousands of downloads. Um, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. Honestly, I mean, I, and, I, you know, I love the fact that it's basically user generated content. User generated content. He doesn't have to come up with these ideas. No. He's, as you say, he's got his phone number. You yeah. call and you say, hey. Zach, I got this idea. You know, here's some great advice, and share your advice with me. And then you know he just goes with that, right? He, and he doesn't have to take it if right. he doesn't like it. Um, he can pick and choose. Who knows how much? And nothing really you know, seeds. You know, nothing yet. succeeds like success. So the more people know about this, I mean, I'm sure once you get to know that this guy's doing a five minute, you know, advice podcast. In some ways, your whole life changes. Maybe this, maybe he is overwhelmed because your whole life is now about oh. That's a good piece of advice. I can put that in the pot. You know, can you imagine walking through life now where every everything that everybody says to you is like, hmm, do you think I can make that into a five-minute podcast? Well, I mean, wait, I, I, maybe, I, think I'd go, I think I might go crazy. I have a great example that illustrates that exactly, right? So one of the ones I listened to was called Practicing Restraint with Shira Heisler. Oh, yeah, that's his wife. His wife, exactly. So this one was so interesting to me. This was um, February of this year, um, a four-minute, you know, quick episode and this is basically, he admits on the podcast, on this episode, that he's in bed at like 9 <laughs> yeah. p.m. recording this with his wife because she has just basically told him to stop binging some right. show he was watching that um, by practicing restraint, he'll enjoy the show more 
by kind of drawing it out. But if he watches all the episodes, you know, binges it in you know three nights. Well, I, I need to get my series. daughter to watch this uh, to listen to this because uh, it's like, oh yeah, let's watch Six Bridgertons tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Um, but I thought it was really interesting because it was clearly spontaneous, yeah. right? So what you were saying, right? His this is you know his kind of perspective of life now. He's always in that mode of oh, that's a great piece of advice. So as soon as his wife said something to him, he went, oh, well, we're in bed, honey. Sorry, but you know I'm grabbing the microphone. We're going to record this right now, you know, on the spot, and you know, and boom, he's got an episode. Do you know what he titled that? What did he title that? Practicing restraint. Oh, you see. And so I wanted to comment one more because I think we talk sometimes about titles. And, and I felt that a lot of the titles for this particular podcast were not really, they didn't really showcase what the piece of advice was. You know, the, ver- the, the vermouth one didn't contain the word vermouth. I don't believe it did. This one didn't say, don't binge, you know, Netflix, right? right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think he could have done a little bit of a better job really promoting what it was that I was going to learn in these five minutes so that I could sort of peruse the list and, yeah. and jump on ones. And, uh, you know, that would have really, yeah. I think that would have excited me more yeah. to maybe listen to more. I mean, that, that's one piece of advice. The, the Abigail one should have been titled, Why You Need an... Exactly, it should oh, be Why You Need an iWatch, right? right? Or yeah, whatever yeah, the equivalent watch, uh, yeah. non, uh, you know, <laughs> Apple product is. Um, and it, to some extent, I'm also, I remember also listening to a couple where they were more than, you know, your eight minute one and you were like horrified, right? Eight minutes, my, you know, oh my God, what's yeah. this? Well, I, there was one that I clicked on. It was 13 minutes. I mean, I, I could, no, no, it was, I mean, seriously, I mean, I, I, I nearly <laughs> fell out of the chair. I was like 13 minutes. What are you crazy? Yeah. You know, who's going to listen to that? Who's going to listen to that? Right. I just listened to two and a half hour podcast somewhere else, but 13 minutes is Way, you know, that's yeah. more than, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to draw me in with your five minute advice, you know, if you're just going to throw me five minute fastballs. You know, you can't throw me the 13 minute curve every once in a while. You know, yeah. that's just unacceptable. So, you know, we talk a lot about, should you stay on theme? If you're going to do a five minute podcast, you know, how, how rigid should you be? Well, I, I think you need to really try and stick to your strategy because I think sometimes people will go, whoa, this is, this is out of my, clearly this is out of my comfort zone. I'm not going to listen. So, yeah. um, well, one of the things though, that I did note also, and, and again, so this is kind of the counterpoint to my saying earlier that I, you know, maybe he's getting a little tired, but I was impressed even with the one with the, the reading one with the three guests and, and the one with his wife there, uh, he seemed to really try to theme the music and you know had some comments and banter and say connections to other podcasts so you know he is making an effort even though these are are pretty sure you're right he absolutely does think about even in for five minutes you know there there is thought and process i commented on the the sax yeah i love the i love the intro Um, now i will say for for me and my ear on this stuff i thought the music was a little loud in the background so there was a couple oh during times. during the show so itself when, right when he's he's got music in the background and he's talking over it I had trouble hearing him a little bit right. so um, so just that's a sensitivity of mine I I really like when the music goes in the background I want it really in the background so I can barely hear it and uh, and for me his was a little bit loud and in that reading one he basically had music all the way through. Hmm. And so, um, so it was almost kind of a constant battle for me to filter the music out and hear the words. So, uh, so sometimes it's really effective. Sometimes it's uh, a little too much or unnecessary. I yeah, think. I really like that he obviously hits you 
first with the advice, right? You come in, you get a little bit of music, but it's, it's very short. Yeah. You get the, you know, there's no, there's no beating around the bush. You get, you know, you're, you're quickly into the advice. And then the introduction of the person is at the end. This is typically right. not the case. You know, in yeah. most interviews, you come on, you interview, you know, you say, oh, give me a bit of background. Who are you, right? And you're supposed to get excited about the individual. It's not about the individual. It's about the advice. And then we wind it up in some cases, assuming they've got a little bit of fame, you know, they're famous in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, then we can take that. We move it to the end. We promote that. So I, I, I really like uh, I really like that format. I mean, I, I give the guy a lot of credit for, you know, just small things that he thought about to, to make it work. Yeah, and he, um, you know, he changes things up. He randomizes it a little bit. I noticed that um, some of the episodes have advertisements, but not all. So uh, it's in there occasionally. But yeah, none of the ones that I listened to had any advertisement. But yeah, yeah, I okay. cut it. Uh, I cut it a couple times, like a thirty-second ad. You know, a plug in there. I'm sure that generates some revenue for him. You know, as well. Which was the other aspect of this that I thought was you know, really interesting on this strategy when you think about how you monetize a podcast, right? So he's basically got other people coming up with the content for yeah. him. And by having 400 little ones, right? So like you and I did, right? I mean, we probably between us listened to, right. he got yeah. credit for like 20 downloads <laughs> just exactly. with the two of us trying to do a review on this thing. And so, uh, so he gets a lot of downloads, which is attractive to advertisers and sponsors, right? And anybody who's kind of looking at stats and going, oh, this guy's brilliant. He's got so many downloads. Whereas somebody who's got, you know, does one, you know, right. two and a half hour sure, podcast sure. a week here, the number of downloads they're going to get is significantly lower. I mean, so. I think the takeaway is to decide, you know, who are you doing this for? And, and I think this is, this is just a showcase, really. I mean, I... Maybe he makes some ad revenue. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's getting wealthy off his five-minute advice podcast. But it's so unique. Um, I think it drives people to him. They're calling him up. They're saying, hey, I really love what you do on, um, you know, the best advice show. Yep. You know, would you help me produce my podcast? And, you know, I'm hoping that's how he makes his his living. And so I think you've got, as a podcaster, you've got to decide, you know, what is this, what's the purpose of this podcast? Am I trying to make money in this podcast or am I trying to use it as a conduit to, you know, my other businesses selling my products or um, doing yeah. what I need to do, my other businesses. And yeah. in this case, we've talked I, a lot about that, right? Yeah. That branding and, um, you know, that, yeah, you don't have to directly monetize your podcast. Yeah. And in a five minute successful. podcast, you know, you've made, he's made it very easy for himself to, to take that that listenership and convert it into something else. I think that's why this, in my eyes, is a winner. Yeah, and he does some other podcasts, right? His wife has a podcast oh, yeah? okay. also. And and it's also possible that he's he is starting to run out of content. That you know, Yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, I think great advice, depending on the time and the year, you know, that... You know, I think advice, great advice is, uh, is never ending, in my opinion. So I don't think he's going to run out of content. I think he can just keep going. I, I, hope, uh, I hope that it continues on. I, uh, I, have, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes, I agree. So let's keep this one short since it's a short podcast. I think we did it more than five minutes. I, we went more than five minutes yeah. for sure. All right. So that was our review of The Best Advice Show with Zach Rosen. Next up is our review of The Tim Ferriss Show. You do not want to miss that one. So hit that subscribe button and never miss a review. You've been listening to No Harm in Asking with Michael Kerr and Eric Byron. Thanks for listening. If you'd like us to review your podcast, please let us know. 
This podcast is sponsored by Colab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration.